Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Wyndham Garden Lafayette. From Social on Johnson Street in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Professor of Finance and Director of the award-winning Birken Road Reports. It's business Acadiana style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch Acadiana. Some little girls grow up wanting to be a princess. Some little girls want to be a big star. And other little girls grow up wanting to be executive producer of a major live event where they get to control everything from the music to the wardrobe to the catering. When little girls grow up, there is one magical day where all those dreams come true. Their wedding day. Of the thousand and one decisions that have to be made when you put on a wedding, the two paramount issues for the bride are what is she wearing and what her bridesmaids are wearing. In Lafayette, brides have the exclusive opportunity to build the gown of their dreams with celebrity designer Pedram Pasha Tahiri of Pedram Couture. Pedram's gowns have been worn by women marrying NFL and NBA stars and by celebrities Christina Milian, Gretchen Rossi, Soraya McNeil from Empire. Not, uh, that's the show, not the town in Blackman's Parish. And many more. Pedram, it is a pleasure to meet you. Welcome out to lunch. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right. Now you've got your bridal gown sorted out. On to the bridesmaids. How on earth do you get five women who have completely different tastes and body types to look good in matching outfits? Good news, in Lafayette there are people who can answer that question. They can be found at a business called Bella Bridesmaids. Bella Bridesmaids have literally hundreds of dresses from some of the world's leading designers. And if you're having a destination wedding out of town, they'll even ship your bridesmaid dresses to you. Megan LeBlanc is the co-owner of Bella Bridesmaids. Megan, welcome out to lunch. Thank you. All right. Now, Pedram, you're an accomplished designer who has worked in men's clothing and specialized in women's evening wear. Designing wedding gowns is very special and dramatic, but your creation only gets to be worn one time for a few short hours. And if you design a stupendous gown for one person, unlike most fashion, you presumably can't then make hundreds more like that, or, or can you? Uh, do brides want something unique? or are they happy to wear the same design as someone else? Absolutely, I think um, I wish every bride could experience the couture part of this experience. Um, I feel like every woman, every person wants to wear something that is different and unique to them, especially for that uh, special day. They don't want to wear something that their friends or relatives have worn before. Uh, that's where I come in, to create something unique to within their own personality and, and bring out their vision, their dream. Uh, into reality. Now, what is that process like? They sit down across the table from you, give them a couple of martinis, and they talk about what they think they e want? Exactly. Okay. That's <laughs> how the consultation starts. Uh, once we agree on, uh, on on terms and pricing and everything, we move forward and uh, doing sketching and um, sitting again, you know, finalizing things as far as beadworks, fabric selections, silhouettes of everything that, you know, would go into making that dress ideal for them. And then the process of making the pattern, making the artwork, transferring the artwork to the pattern, uh, and then finally starting the beadwork. And that takes the longest part because it's all done by hand. And what are we talking um, about for lead time? Um, for my couture clients now, I, I pretty much ask a year in advance because of my uh, ready-wear line is kind of picked up and I'm 
in many stores throughout the country and also internationally. So uh, the production of that, you know, takes time, even though it's called ReadyWare, a year in advance is for my couture clients, pretty much. And it's quite a range. I, I think what I saw on your website was kind of between $3,500 and $14,000, those really expensive gowns. What is it that makes them so expensive? Um, the fabric, uh, the labor that goes into it, the beadwork, um, you know, whether or not it has like Swarovski crystals or what type of beading, uh, how intricate the beading is, uh, they all kind of go into making the price. Megan, for those of us not intimately familiar with what goes in the run-up to a wedding, at least from the bride's perspective, the movie Bridesmaids was an hilarious eye-opener. Yes. Uh, there seem to be a lot of psychological issues and interpersonal concerns that come to the surface in putting a bunch of women into matching outfits that some of them feel are less than flattering. Uh, can you step outside of that and just focus on selling, or are you drawn into the whole personal aspects so that selling bridesmaid fashion is, is different than selling regular fashion? Yeah, no, definitely. We're not just stylists. We are also therapist sometimes. <laughs> the whole wedding process is just an emotional roller coaster for a bride. And so we really try, just like you guys, the beginning of the appointment, we start with champagne. Everybody calm your nerves. And then we try to help <laughs> them the best we can. Okay, so we drug the clients. This is good. This is a good start. And, uh, we try to um, get their vision and then try to like um, focus on exactly what we can provide to them by um, pulling the correct designers to, you know, make the look what they think they want. And then, you know, kind of going from there, we, we end up pulling out dresses that they think are like romantic and flowy. And then they see a beaded gown, a fully beaded gown, and we go in that direction. And so it's totally all over the place. Well, I gotta say, I've, be, I've never been in this, well, I've never been a bride. Let's, let's just put okay. it right out there. Is, uh, uh, does the bride... Uh, does she pay for the bridesmaids' gowns or the bridesmaids pay for them? It's actually beginning just this past year, brides and mother of the brides are contributing to the um, bridesmaids. Um, it used to be just the bridesmaids would pay the full amount, but now... So if you were a bridesmaid a lot of times... So yes, and it happens. Here. It happens. You know, um, groups of girls, the whole entire group will get married within like a two-year span. And so we know as soon as this group comes in, we know, okay, we can't pull these five dresses because we've already worn those. You know, so it definitely happens. It definitely gets pricey. So that's why some moms and um, brides do contribute, for sure. And uh, how about the, the gowns themselves for these bridesmaids? Do they have to be identical or just sort of close? Or what is so it? So it used to be that everyone wore the exact same dress. So you look like you were a singing group that's or something, right? That's right, that's right. But nowadays, that's not how it is. Um, sometimes brides will say, okay, I want a pink dress. And so all of the girls can just choose their own pink dress. Um, we try to like narrow it down to where, okay, let's choose this designer. They can wear any style they want, but all in the same color. Um, but a lot of times she wants two in beach, she wants two in pink, she wants two in red, and we have to work with that and we have to figure that out. What about the fact that bridesmaids are often in all different parts of the country? Yeah, definitely. With Bella Bridesmaids, um, it's a franchise. So we're all individually owned, but we do what we call a complimentary fitting. If I have a bride here located in Lafayette, but yeah. her bridesmaids are in Seattle and New York and Houston, she can go to those Bella stores and try on the dress and be fitted and have oh. the little experience there and still order with the rest of the girls here in Lafayette. How many of these uh, franchises are there? We're about 50 stores now. Okay, so yeah. there's a good chance there's one in your yes. in your hometown. Yes, I, I do have to ask you how the some of these big names that we talked about earlier, and there's lots more of them. How do you get a gig like that? Uh, a lot of work, especially being located in Louisiana and reaching out to uh, Hollywood. It, it's not an easy task. Um, we do have a showroom in, in Los Angeles that 
uh, carry my um, my evening wear collection, and I do have a PR who um, you know meets with the celebrity stylists and celebrities, and uh, you know try to pitch out okay this dress or that outfit for this celebrity or that celebrity. And you know once the celebrity or the stylist look at the collection and they like what they see, they pull it for whether it's for magazine uh, covers or articles or red carpet or events. I was going to say, well, know. I'd be watching some event and they announce who, whose dress somebody's wearing and it'll be you. Right. That well, I've done, I'll um, scream in my Oscars, I've done, yeah. to know that. Right, right. Wow. That is, and I've got to ask you, Megan, <laughs> that bridesmaid dresses, yeah, where do you use them again? Is it a once-in-a-lifetime... Wouldn't you end up with a closet? So, Mardi Gras would be good. But, right. Um, well, normally, yes, dresses end up in the bottom of your laundry basket. But nowadays, designers are really, it's more like a ready-to-wear. Like, you can wear, it's like, some of them are really formal maxi dresses. Oh. Um, you can wear them, you know, on vacation at the beach. Or if it is a beaded gown, you can wear it to a Mardi Gras ball. Um, so it's definitely coming around, you know. I, I know with with uh, Pedrami, he's got these very expensive uh, fabrics uh -huh. and such. What are, what are bridesmaids' gowns made out of? So a lot of them are made from a, sh a chiffon. Um, some of them are silk, and so they are a little more pricey. But um, there's lots of blends that I know you know a lot more than I do on, but um, that bring the price down. So that way um, we can carry more designers. You know, we're not all silk. Yeah. So. What about a, like a flower girl? Do you just get a regular outfit and put it? in the dryer and shrink it? What do you do? No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Same <laughs> fabrics. Um, a lot of flower girls nowadays are wearing the same color as the bridesmaids. Um, and so same fabric. And so they're actually super cute. They can definitely wear those dresses again for First Communion, you know, Easter, that sort of thing. Now, uh, wedding dresses, I guess, are all made to order, right? Does that help? They or at least are. you on yes. your side. Yes, yes. They, uh, and, um, and so when I go to a, when I go buy a store that says um, bridal wear, would ordinarily they have uh, your side as well? Would they have the bridesmaids? So a lot, um, a lot of bridal salons in the area do have um, bridesmaids dresses, but we, um, I guess they're kind of going away from that. You want such an experience for the bride. I mean, I don't know why you would want to mix the two, and so that's what we try to give. Um, go have your bridal experience, and then bring your bridesmaids to have the whole experience for just your bridesmaids with us. Um, that's what we try to tell the brides. It gets. A lot. Oh, it's, that's great. It's very, um, you know, you just sometimes you can't focus, and then it ends up you end up having like five appointments, and that's just that's a long road. The other person we haven't spoken about is the mother of the bride. Sure, uh, that's quite a ordeal too. Do either of you handle that side, or does that go to special mother of the bride designers? I think it just I, depends, really. I guess you could because yeah, that's I your do. background. Yeah, I, it just depending on the budget. That they would have. I, I do a lot of mother of brides. Uh, I don't do um, bridesmaids as much because um, okay. of the. Uh, it's still couture. It's still a process, and uh, I think ready wear. It's a little bit more suitable for uh, for that. So we, yeah. uh, unless the the bride is extremely wealthy, is a celebrity, and decides to take care of all the bridesmaids' uh, dresses, most bridesmaids don't really want to spend, uh, you know, more than I don't know, six hundred, seven hundred dollars right. on it bridesmaid dress so uh that's where you know bella bridals come right you do yeah yeah bridesmaids, you do that yeah. you can't have a band all of a sudden you <laughs> that's, get right. that's right that's right it can like get pricey yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, i've got a um i think I, this is more for megan but uh in terms of the the local economy first of all you you guys have two stores right baton yes. rouge and lafayette Correct. Um, uh here in lafayette when you've had 
a difficult economy on the oil side. Do you, do you feel that at all? So definitely, for sure. Um, we've only owned the store here in Lafayette for a year, but we've already seen how the oil um, economy has kind of like shifted us to less expensive designers. So we still have our um, pricey um, silk designers, but we have also picked up designers that are way more affordable for the girls. Everybody's still getting married. They still have 12 bridesmaids. And so we just need to accommodate the girls to make sure that they can still have a gorgeous dress, but just not pay as much for it. How old is an average bride now? Is it? A bride? Yeah. Is it I would say, um, I don't know, 23 to 26. Probably so, yeah. yeah. First marriages. Yes, of yes, course. I, I suppose it's a different outfit for sure. the second, second I would assume marriage. We, I would assume the we get some second brides in there who wear a bridesmaid's gown just in, you know, ivory or white. But I'm kind of curious. I, I understand the retailing side, but on your side, what does your average day look like? My average day? Um, I mean, I wake up in the morning. I have tons of emails and texts and phone calls that I have to answer. And then I uh, head out to my atelier and um, start working on what's what's going on for that day with my dressmakers and go over what needs to be done. So you're not the sewer? I'm not, no. no but the, you're the designer. I'm the designer. Yeah. I'm the head behind it, I guess. Um, and I do have several dressmakers and bead workers and those type of people that bring my vision to reality. So. Well, Peter, i got to ask you this question. You mm -hmm. were very successful in fashion design and such. What made you want to come over to the, the bridal side? I mean, everything we hear is... You know, just psychologically, it's a very difficult area to be in. What made you want to come over? It honestly, um, I, I, wh while I was doing the evening wear, I got a lot of requests whether I do bridal wear as well, as well. And I had opportunity to do uh, several NBA players and uh, NFL players' weddings. And now once are these those the guys? Were, or well, they're the, their fiancés. Have you ever done men? Wives. Like that? Um, I did in my uh, previous like, but six, seven years ago in Los Angeles, I was a stylist for men. Oh, okay. But I didn't really actually make men's clothing. Was that less, would that be more boring? It seems like you get a lot more... Yeah, I didn't really care for it. Yeah. It lasted about eight months and <laughs> came back to Louisiana. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and then decided to do my own thing. But. Now I get lots more questions for both of you, probing questions. And uh, But uh, Pedram, Megan, this is the part of the show we call your brother-in-law. So you're at work one day and your phone rings and you see it's your brother-in-law calling. Now he usually only calls when he needs to borrow some money to fix his truck. But this time, it's not the same old conversation. Pedram, your brother-in-law tells you he's decided it's time for a change. He's selling his truck. He's taking his savings and putting everything into opening a men's clothing store. It's a specialty store for guys like him who hate clothes shopping. The concept is the customer walks in the door, gets measured, and then he hands the guy two shirts, two pairs of jeans, socks, and underwear, and the customer's out of there in five minutes. What, what's your advice? Should he open this? <laughs> um, I mean, having a men's um, boutique, I think, is a great idea. I have friends that they do have uh, more of a uh, custom-made type of uh, men's boutique. And I kind of was a stylist doing the same thing for men who did not really want to shop. Oh, I would yeah. I be traveling, going to their homes, going to their wardrobes, and ask them if you haven't worn this for like a year or so, we would, you know, take oh, that out of the closet. Physically I, going to their home? That's what I, would, that's what I was doing back, oh, God. back in the days. <laughs> and then, uh, so it's, it's really not a bad idea because men, they really want something quick. And so if, if you have um, 
you know, a, a package you could offer them that, you know, they can be in and out. I think they would prefer that, most men. So, yeah, yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't work. All right. Good advice. Good advice. <laughs> He's lucky that you're his brother-in-law. Now, <laughs> now, Megan, your brother-in-law has big news. He's getting married, except his girlfriend doesn't know yet. He's planning a surprise wedding. Everyone's going to be in on it except the bride. He knows that you know a lot about weddings, and he wants you to help him put it together. What would you say to him? I would say no. No? Oh, my goodness, no. Like you said earlier, that's a girl's <laughs> dream from when she was little. I mean, I remember drawing my bridal gown when I was in fourth grade. Really? Yes. I mean, it wasn't good or anything. Oh, yeah. But that's what, yeah. I, that's what girls think of since they're a little bitty, that you want to put it all together. You want to go through the whole process yourself. You, you know. So... So taking her to Wendy's and then having everybody come up out of the booth. That probably wouldn't and, uh, work, no. Wow. So regardless of the uh, his good intentions, just tell right. him no. That right. Is, uh, actually, how much, uh, how much say should the groom have in these? I, I remember I wasn't asked anything. It, it kind of, yeah, it yeah. kind of goes, goes both ways. A lot of, uh, well, I have fiancés come in the store and I'm like, what are you doing here? You know, but they have opinions too. But, um, but you know. But it's just that nobody listens. <laughs> that, yeah, That's seriously. But most of the time, no. I, I, I will ask about him and how he proposed and that's about the last we hear about it. Hey, let me ask you a, a timing question. Is a, It's such a football crazy part of the world down here. Do people time their weddings oh away my from football games? Yes, definitely. That it's is so wild. crazy. So a big if it's UL a Saturday, yeah. Or? If it's a Saturday home game, then your wedding's going to be Friday night for sure. It's crazy. And uh, and I've had people say to me that the the dads tell the brides that you know I've <laughs> certainly loved you, but you know we do have a right, game that right. day. Right, right. And you definitely do not want to have a Saturday night home game or away game too. And they people are watching it on their cell phones. Oh, so even an away game, you can get them, the people would be distracted. Yes, yes. They'll watch on there. I've had a bride tell me that they had to set up a TV room, which is just awful. That is. Now, what do you, what do you suggest? Get married like on a Wednesday or what? what do you, just. Don't, don't get married during football season? Yeah, or that, um, the bye week that they had, that don't is get married so. The bye week. That, that is, is the, that's the biggest date. Everybody right. wants that. That's so esoteric. That yes. is. We had brides come in, and they were like, when's your wedding? And um, they're like, well, it's set for this fall, but we aren't exactly sure because the LSU schedule hasn't come out yet. It happens. <laughs> and over here with the Raging Cajun, the same kind of thing. That That's is, right. Uh, that is <laughs> Do you meet the other the other people in the, like that wedding planner? That was another good movie. The, uh, do, you, do, you, do you get involved with them at all? Uh, I deal with uh, event planners a I lot, um, especially when we're dealing with celebrities or, uh, you know, I've had wedding planners from Seattle, from New York, you know, uh, contacting me for their brides and connecting us. And even the ones in New Orleans, like Wink, um, you know, event, uh, their headquarters is in New Orleans. Uh, they do a lot of celebrity weddings and um, they're the ones a lot of times bringing clients to me. Um, they do want that package. They want that service to be provided to their brides, someone to, you know, it's not just for, you know, king and queen having something custom made anymore. Now it's accessible to a lot of people. So uh, they want that luxurious service. They want that um, to be added to their uh, entire experience of the wedding. So they do a lot of times bring brides to me as well. You know, you just brought up a good point for your business going forward is that um, this kind of designer wedding gown, custom made, is, is uh, at one point was just for the very wealthy, but now it's, it's broadened out. Right, yeah, definitely, definitely. If it's 
you know, it's that one special day for, for a girl's life. And if you, know, if you have the little bit of means, and a lot of times parents help with paying for the, uh, for the dress, and if they want, uh, they want it so bad, and if the parents, maybe their budget is not quite there, a lot of times the bride or the, you know, the groom, they try to you know, help a little bit with the budget, and they you know, want to get that dress of their dream. It, really, for a wedding, uh, the wedding dress and the venue is, I think, the two most important things. So, um, you know, everybody's <laughs> eyes are going to be on the bride, and she wants to look like a princess or a queen, you know, for that day. So, it is very important. You want to look like you're on the top of a cake or something like that. They, how much does a bridesmaid's <laughs> outfit work uh, cost, by the way? Um, I'd say anywhere from like two hundred to three fifty. Okay, so that's a tighter range than. Uh, oh yeah, than no, a definitely. Bridal. Mm -hmm. That is it. Now, do bridesmaids? Who would be more likely to get into this this argument? Is it the bridesmaids with the bridesmaids oh. or the bride? Uh, I think it would have to be the mom. Oh, the mom. <laughs> Moms <laughs> and brides for sure. Um, I guess, I guess you butthead your entire life and um, <laughs> you know. But you apparently both have degrees in psychology and that doesn't bother you. That's right. That's right. We can deal with it. What do you do? Do you stay to the sideline and let them fight it out? Or? You kind of feel it out. Everybody's a little different. Sometimes they want you right in the mix and that's a little scary, but you got to do it. Now, where would we find uh, Pedram's ready-to-wear line? My ready-to-wear bridal line uh, is now available in probably about eight stores throughout the country and in London and Canada as well. Uh, here locally in uh, Lafayette, Le Jour, um, oh, right. Park Lafayette carries my bridal line. Um, that's the only uh, store in the state of Louisiana that's exclusively carrying my line right now. Um, and Will you go visit them today? Or? Yes, actually, I have a client at 3 o'clock after this. <laughs> yes, they're a wonderful store and really, honestly, uh, very unique to, to Louisiana, very upscale. And uh, I started working with them about a year ago. And so uh, in, in Louisiana, that's, uh, that's the store that carries me. I have a store in two stores in New York, um, Kleinfeld, which most brides and bridesmaids know about. Uh, and uh, Le Fay in New York. Um, we have a store in uh, Beverly Hills called Panache. Wow. Uh, in right. uh, Seattle, um, also um, Mia Marie and uh, New Jersey and you know other places as well. And we're growing as we speak. But we're you must, be um, you must other places in a way, too. I mean, you like to have them carrying your line, but you must select the store too. I mean, you don't want it just anywhere. I am, absolutely. I, I do want to stay exclusive. I st it is still to me a couture experience i don't want my dresses to be all over the place as we mentioned brides anyone really wants to what they wear they want to be unique to them and they don't want anybody else to have them so if you have a, like a, a walmart where you have I same clothes everywhere walmart, way, i think I people are a little bit more prone to not you know uh go that route so i am being kind of picky with picking the top stores in uh, in the cities that you know i feel like that um they're going to be closer proximity, like in like maybe one in Houston, one in, in Dallas, one in Los Angeles. We have a couple of them in New York, but New York is a other. very huge market for bridal, so it can handle you know having my dresses <laughs> you know in two stores. But I've, I've got to uh, ask you yeah. now that they have these these TV shows uh, about um, about weddings and everything. Right? Does that, that change to people? people's ideas of what a wedding needs to be uh, have changed at all? Or? Um, no, I think people think that on, you know, a lot of time TV is just um, very specific to like the um, more um, like royalty, you know, okay, more yeah. reality TV. Um, you know, down here we still do a lot more traditional things. 
they, um, we're slowly cu- coming to on trend, you know. Is it going to be like a Real Housewives? Is it going to be like a Real <laughs> Brides of Atlanta? Oh, my gosh. That would be a hoot. <laughs> I, I, I do dress a lot of the Real Housewives, actually. Oh, really? That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> I bet oh. that's fun. A lot of reality stars, and I'm friends with some of them. They're actually, you know, it's a show. It's, it's TV. Sure, so a lot sure. of times when you meet them in person and find out how generous and nice and sweet they are, it's completely different than... Uh, what you see on TV. One of them example is Nini Leakes. She's from Housewives of Atlanta. She's a great friend of mine now. I've dressed her for Oscars. I've dressed her for Fashion Police. She's hey. one of the members of Fashion Police. And so sweet as can be, we have the greatest conversations. And you would never know from what you see on TV that <laughs> she could be this pleasant and sweet <laughs> and caring and you know keep in touch with you. And uh, everybody thinks, oh my God, you know, here she comes. You know, but in reality, she's she's not that way so <laughs> it's it's all tv it's, it's all show TV, really it sure. is yeah. now there's no doubt about it whoever you are your wedding day is one of the biggest days of your life it's a celebration that brings families and friends together and for the rest of your life from that day forward everything after your wedding day is different most of us have to deal with that kind of stress once or maybe twice in a lifetime uh pedram and megan you're dealing with it every day with high stakes come high rewards, your contributions to one of the biggest days of people's lives comes with the knowledge that you're creating not just clothes, but happiness. And you can't have a job that does anything better than that. Uh, it's been so great to spend time with you, Megan and Padram. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on Out to Lunch. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Padram Tahiri, the fashion and wedding gown designer and owner of Padram Couture. And Megan LeBlanc, co-owner of Bella Bridesmaids in Lafayette and in Baton Rouge. You can find out more about Padram's Brides and Megan's Bridesmaids by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. And Christian is our researcher. Our theme song, Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, is written by Mitch Foreman and performed by Mitch Foreman and Andre Michaud. Our Acadiana business consultants are Pete Prados from Innovate Acadiana, Zach Barker from The Opportunity Machine, and Dr. Blake Escaday. Today's show is recorded live over lunch at Social Southern Table and Bar in Lafayette. Social is open six days a week for lunch and dinner with brunch on Sundays. If you want to know what we look like, and this will enable you to check out all our outfits here, uh, you can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. The photos were taken today by Gwen O'Quinn. You can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites. It's acadiana.com and krvs.org. Support for Out to Lunch Acadiana comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette. It's located off Pinhook near Calais Saloon. If you're looking for a location for your wedding, da-da, Wyndham Garden Lafayette has 290 sleeping rooms and 14,000 square feet of meeting space to accommodate groups from 10 to 50 for meetings, conferences, weddings, and high school reunions. Additional support comes from ABiz Magazine and AcadianaBusiness.com, the essential information source for business decision makers throughout the One Acadiana region. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS. 88.7 FM. I'm Peter Rashidi. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the lunch table for more business Acadiana style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com.
and by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas, and by Wyndham Garden Lafayette, 